Hello, hashtag Burst TV family, and welcome. It's week 185. I'm Aaron Mack, and I will pass the torch to Basic Complexity to take it away with our songs for the week. Basic Complexity, it's on you, friend. Uh, um, first, uh, first off, how's everybody doing? Um, I'm basic complexity, aka Kevin, whatever you want to go by. All right, so what I'm doing this week, I'm going to name my fairly old school song first. And that is actually the song that I still love. This is for the lover in you by Shalomar. The song, I, when I was a kid, I used to hear my mom play this song often. I just automatically liked it. I didn't know who it was. I just liked the song. Um, and doing research um the original song was released in 1981 and then was remade or remixed or both by babyface in 1996 and i love that version also because it features uh kuja <laughs> Absolutely. There are a, a lot of songs that can be like that, um, particularly from childhood, you know? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. My older song, our friends at EDS, Everything and Then Some Podcast, <laughs> actually gave a post earlier this week, or well, today is Monday, so I guess it was last week or so, that featured none other than one of my favorite songs, my love songs. And I was like, oh my gosh, how dare I call myself a stan and not have said any songs by her yet. So you all know where I'm going. I only stand for one. And that is Whitney Houston. And it was her 2002 song, One of Those Days, which is actually one of my favorite songs by Whitney Houston. And one of my favorite songs, like ever, and that entire album, just the album, is excellent. And it's that song, one of those days, is it's not like her, I have nothing, like power ballads, like that. But it was just a really cool in the pocket song, you know, and I dig it and love it. And also, the year Whitney Houston came out with the Just Whitney album with that song was the year that she turned 39. And this is the year that I've turned 39. So yay, <laughs> thumbs up. Anyway, all right. Basically, your new song. All right. So my, well, once again, fairly new school song is actually the song, it's a rap by Mariah Carey, featuring 
Mary J. Blige. Now, the this song was on the deluxe version of Mariah Carey's 2014 album, Me, I Am Mariah, The Elusive Chantus. The song is basically a remix or part two, I don't know the difference, of the original song, just it's a rap from her 2010 Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel album. Um, I haven't quite figured out how to dress this song either as a part two or remix. See, that's why we're, we're or part of the reason that we're friends, because you can go back in that depth with those songs like that. Because, yes, I, I, I was listening. I was like, oh, I hope he gives the memoirs of an imperfect angel reference as well, because you're yeah. absolutely right. But anyway, I, I won't take up all, all my time, but um, you're absolutely right. My newish, new-ish song goes back to 2012, which is the oldest year that we can classify as our newish songs. <laughs> and once again, I'm in my 2012 bag. That was the year before I turned 30. Anyway, but um, it's <laughs> L. Varner's music. Um, I, I, I was having, well, I had my music on shuffle and it came up with L. Varner's song, Refill. And I... It was actually recently my first time falling in love with that song. I did not love it when it was brand new. I didn't like it at all. I fell in love with her, um, what, what, what is it called? EP that she had, uh, no, her mixtape that she had. And I fell in love with a version of Refill that was on the mixtape but I did not love the original version of Refill. But now I love the original version of Refill as well. That song is excellent. And I had it on repeat so much. And um, yeah. Yeah, the musical complexities and everything. And <laughs> the mixtape, by the way, was her mixtape Conversational Lush because she says Conversational Lush a lot and the refill song, feeling like a conversational lush. <laughs> and th that's excellent. So, yet I have to name the topics for the week. Uh. And the topics are hashtag verse TV 185A, time for a change, coming from at indescribable. Hashtag verse TV 185B, gains. From splits coming from at out magazine at um, entertainment tonight hashtag almost talk show hashtag verse TV 185c not now coming from at Samuel Levon hashtag verse TV 185d coming coming and that's going to be another hashtag t wants for real t wants fr 
and that's from the Jacked app. At Jacked app is their um, Instagram. So now, are we ready to get this show on the road, friend? Let's go. One eight five. Let's do this. Hashtag Verse TV 185A, time for change, at indescribable. You know, I would really love to work at this school. I just have a few questions. Um, so y'all want me to instruct the class, uh, handle distractions and unruly students, and possibly fight off an active shooter for $32,000 a year. Y'all finna have to find somebody else, ain't it? <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Listen, real quick, um, I would be a much happier teacher if you would just double my salary and uh, give us some more resources for the classroom. That would be great. <laughs> oh, right. Now, I will go first for this one, and then we'll switch back and forth. All right. Hey. So... Yes, sadly, my initial reaction, oh, I got to get a timer. I'm sorry, you guys. It's our first time being live on uh, www.versetv.com. I'm so afraid. No, I'm kidding. But um, my initial reaction is, sadly, that's facts. And particularly, particularly facts about teachers being underpaid particularly in public schools. And I get it though, because it's, there are many arms to the uh, octopus that is why we have this conundrum, seemingly, apparent conundrum. But I, I get it that school funding comes from community taxes and low income communities have lower funding because they have less taxes, hence lower income. And my connection, I wish there was a better way. Uh, and I know that people have tried charter schools or not have tried as if that's a thing of the past, but people are working with charter schools. I don't know if it's enough, but it's my understanding some people are trying to rig that in a negative way as well. So that's not real. There are troubles there. And I, I have a memory huh, back when I was in college and Mike at, at Howard, we went to, I don't remember where the school was, but it was somewhere in Northern Virginia. And they were talking about how it was <clears throat> the wealthiest or at least one of the wealthiest school districts in the country, public school districts in the country, because, you know, Northern Virginia, people have money. And they were talking about how in this school, <coughs> in that school district, teachers are actually paid, even public school teachers are paid very well. Students are provided with so much stuff. So it's like, what can you do? do you know like what's the solution i don't know and and yeah indescribable is right teachers must do a lot and she's like you want me to fight off an active shooter for thirty-two thousand dollars a year 
And she's like, I know it, you know. Anyway, but but she's funny. Um, yeah, ultimately we fall behind in the global race because of our poor education for our children and our children are mainly being prepared to work for somebody else, not to be an um, entrepreneur. And that stuff like that, I, I get it, I get it, but stuff like that is part of the reason that we fall behind. And yeah, basic complexity. Okay. Um... After hearing this, I'm fully aware that it's a joke, but at the same time, it's also very true. Um, my reaction is pretty much the same as hers. Teachers do not get paid anywhere near what they should be getting paid. And that's a fact. My best friend was a classroom teacher, and I remember him telling me the difficulties they go through and the fact that they had to come out of their pocket with their teeny, teeny uh, amount of money they make then they had to turn around and buy supplies, which I don't get. Um, and I just feel like politicians really need to sit down and seriously think about the situations they're placing teachers in while our education system overall these days is starting to become a joke or seem like a joke. It's nowhere near what it used to be. Um, and how about actually funding our education system instead of the consistent wars we are in, which seem kind of pointless to me. Just my opinion. And th that's what I Okay. So I will take a one minute and then I'll uh, close with my uh, sentence. And I will say, Yeah, basic complexity. You you bring up a, a really good point that I, I didn't get a chance to touch on. Yeah, like in, in the poorer schools, they do have less money. So as I was listening to you say it, I was like, yeah, they, they have less money. So that's part of the reason they can't pay. But it also comes down to an issue of what are the our priorities for spending the money that we do get. So so that's a thing. And I still remember when President, former President Obama first went into office, how he explained that, you know, there are so many different viewpoints and so many different people have 
opposing views with very valid perspectives. Like it's hard to be the president who has to make the decision to do this or that because both sides have valid points. So I get that. So it's it seems like, oh, well, there's just an easy solution if you would just stop doing this and start doing that. <laughs> I, I, I remember what President Obama said. Anyway, my one sentence is, drum roll, please. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I believe the children are the future. Teach them well the right way and let them lead <laughs> the way. That's my thing. Basic complexity, uh, your one minute and or sentence. Um, well, I'll just say my one very short sentence thing is kind of straight to the point. Um, let's, in general, give our teachers all the support they need because we really aren't doing anything. Now let's move on to the next one. Share, subscribe, and share, please, and thank you. Hashtag Verse TV 185B gains from splits at Out Magazine at Entertainment Tonight. Candace Cameron Bure says her holiday movies won't have LGBTQ plus love. Out Magazine. Actress Candace Cameron Bure is speaking out on the firestorm over her words wanting to keep traditional marriage at the core of her network's holiday movies. Our words matter. In a lengthy statement this afternoon, Candace didn't explain why Great American Family won't feature same-sex couples, but said, quote, I am called to love all people, and I do, adding, I had also expressed in my interview, which was not included, that people of all ethnicities and identities have and will continue to contribute to the network in great ways, both in front of and behind the camera, which I encourage and fully support. Hollywood is already taking sides. One Tree Hill and Hallmark star Hillary Burton called Candace a bigot. Jojo Siwa, who famously called Candace the rudest celebrity she ever met, said it's rude and hurtful to a whole community of people. Candace's Fuller House co-star Jody Sweeten weighed in, commenting on Jojo's post. You know I love you. Let's go get some juice. I don't want any juice. Jody took it a step further and seemed to shade Candace, urging support on Instagram for the Respect for Marriage Act, which would protect same-sex unions. All right, basic complexity. All right, um, after hearing this, I can't say that I actually have lost even more respect for Candace Cameron. Is that you, right? Bure. Mm -hmm. Bure. All right. I knew I was going to butcher that name. Um, because in a family, a family movie is just that, a family movie. Um, I understand that she is a very conservative woman, but she really needs to join the majority now, but majority 
of us in the 21st century um, and let go of our archaic ancient beliefs. And that's what I have. Okay. I will say My initial reaction is, why would she? Candace Cameron Bure, why? And huh. I remember, and this is sort of more of a connection. I remember years ago, a boyfriend of mine huh, tried to get us to watch uh, Fuller House, tried to get Fuller House <laughs> to be that thing that we watch. It, it, it didn't happen though. But, um, <laughs> My other connection to it, honestly, as a female CEO, and yes, she is a female CEO, I was rooting for her. But I, I, I have to ask, why would she do that? Why would she say that? You know? And you, you can feel that way politically yourself. You can think that way. You, um, uh, but don't speak it, you know, just like so many others, you know, feel that way, think that way, but don't, don't, don't actually do it. You know, the, 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 you shouldn't say that. But I realize in a capitalist society and where money is very much a motivation, asking, asking why would somebody make try to duplicate the same mistake that chick-fil-a made mistake chick-fil-a made you know but the is it really a mistake by polarizing people on such a hot issue because what will happen yeah it can ostracize some people like hashtag first tv us same gender loving people but it can also make, um, yeah, and same gender loving people and allies, but it could also increase the passion and dedication of others to that channel. So just mm -hmm. like Chick-fil-A, there are some people out there who, because he came out and was like, I'm not, no pun intended, I'm not in favor of the homosexual, whatever, you know, there are people who are extra dedicated to making sure that they always buy something at Chick-fil-A just for that purpose. And I'm sure there are people who will also say, you know what, we must watch this, whatever that channel is, we must watch this channel because she is fighting for our cause. And they will be extra dedicated to making sure that they turn on that channel and get that money because that increased passion and dedication equals increased ratings. I know about ratings and ratings equal increased money. I'll save the rest for my one minute. Basic complexity. All right, so yeah, I guess I'm on my one minute now. Um, Basically, I would say 
don't cut people off because of your religious beliefs. Um, remember that some of our best work has been created by the LGBTQ community. I will take my one minute followed by my one sentence. Yes. You know, it, it's funny you, you bring up the uh, religious purposes that people have because what I didn't include in the video because I felt kind of uncomfortable including the thing talking about what her daughter said, but I, I think her daughter probably grown or whatever and she's in the show with her or whatever. Her daughter said that it's because of her mother, Candace Cameron's religious faith passion. And she said, we will pass. Yeah. Yeah, because she was like, her mom is so dedicated. And this was her quote, so dedicated to Jesus that she must be that. I... Anyway, I'm mad that that, that was, uh, anyway, but yeah. So yes, because of her mom's dedication in that direction, that's why she's so anti. And it's like, I'm so tired of people using Jesus as their reason for their closed-minded ignorance. And I ask, will people stop doing that? And our people use that as like, well, because like in the second part of the video, Candace Cameron Bure was like, I love everybody, you know, but they just, they can be on camera too. They just can't play gay on camera. Like, shut up. Anyway, my <laughs> sentence is, or shut up, please, ma'am. <laughs> one sentence is now, just like the Transformers in the 80s and the 90s, I think more. I think that there is more than meets the eye, more than just religious motive. And in the words of acclaimed ethno-philosopher P. Diddy, it's all about the Benjamins, in my opinion. I, I'm sorry. I think that's, I think it's safe to say that it's all about the Benjamins in that case. Anyway, all right. Our next topic is hashtag verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, AKA basic complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. 185.